Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for a man who drove cross country in a Prius and barely lived to tell about it, Michael Rigilio. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Bill. And joining us is comedian and guy with nothing better to do, Liam McEnany. Liam, buddy, welcome. Thank you. How you doing, man? Uh, thanks for having me on your show. I'm very honored to have you here, sir. And I'm honored to be here. You know, they say show people are, are the greatest people on earth, and, and I just have to agree with that. And just such a pleasure to be with such uh, two, one, three wonderful examples of, of the cream of show business today. And uh, I applaud you for putting on this show. Well, I applaud you for applauding us. So it's true. I drove from Los Angeles to Philadelphia last week. The good smoke drove me into California and the bad smoke drove me out. Turns out driving in a Prius with California plates through Kansas is like driving in a Prius with California plates through every other state. Everyone hates us. When, you, when they hated you in that Prius, were you telling that joke as you drove? Is that what <laughs> <laughs> out of the, You walked out of the truck stop bathroom and started telling that joke about your Prius? Yeah, he was doing his act. <laughs> In TV news, after 20 seasons, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is coming to an end. And to my great, great disappointment, it will not end in mass suicide. Harrison Ford is being allowed to fly planes again, having settled his case with the Federal Aviation Authority. The FAA says he can have his pilot's license back as long as he never does another Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> People like Indiana Jones movies. You know, I think, you know what? I think I like Harrison Ford when he's begrudgingly in a shitty sequel that he doesn't want to be in. I, I, I would like to see a Pretty Woman sequel. Uh, you call an ugly old bat. Um, <laughs> no, he's a working girl. Sorry, working girl. Bowing to the pressure of climate change activists, Uber pledges to have an all-electric fleet by 2030. Bowing to the pressure of shareholders, Uber pledges to have a living wage for their drivers by 2030-30-30-30. The fires in California are still raging. Is it just me or did the the names of all these fires sound like the names of indie rock bands? Boxcar Fire? (laughs) When does their album drop? Trump likes the fires in California. Dude, this is not how to turn California red. That's pretty good. I like that one. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is the first woman to ever lie in state. Trump is confused by the honor stating, what's the big deal? I lie in every state I've ever been to. You know, she's a, she's a Jewish woman. So uh, lying still for hours is important to her. (laughs) (laughs) In Louisville, Kentucky, a grand jury failed to bring any charges against the officers who shot Breonna Taylor. If only those cops had defaced a Confederate monument, they'd be getting 10 years. Mm. Hmm. Republican Senator Kelly Loeffner in a new TV ad claims she is more conservative than Attila the Hun, which in my opinion, isn't even that badass. Is it just me or does Attila the Hun sound like the name of a waitress at a Southern Waffle House? What's your name, Hun? Attila? Oh, you know Attila, she's a Hun. Michael Cohen released his tell-all book. Some insist we discount it because Cohen has never been honest. But when it comes to someone as dangerous as Trump, I say, you got to fight liar with liar. 
In Bob Woodward's new book, Rage, we learned Trump downplayed the severity of the coronavirus. Trump attempted to defend himself by saying, I just did what I've always done to calm women down when they see me naked. First I lie and say it's not contagious. Then I write everyone a check. Always worked before. What do you do? What, what do I do to calm women down when they see it's more addressed to Michael, but uh... no, 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 Matthew, Liam, answer the damn question. What do you do to calm women down after they've seen you naked? I go. Don't worry, it does get bigger. Trump supporters are defending this action by claiming Trump needed to withhold the truth to keep Americans calm, which is weird since conservative tough guys are always saying these colors don't run and don't tread on me. Now the same conservative tough guys are saying, Trump had to lie to us or we would have been scared. We learned this week, Eric Trump will sit down for an interview with the New York Attorney General. When asked about his interview with the New York AG, Eric said he's excited and has always wanted to be on the cover of New York AG. (laughs) Also this week, Eric Trump shared fake news about Joe Biden using a teleprompter during his interview. Eric later apologized saying, I should have known it was fake. No one knows how to read that many words. Donald Trump has announced that he wants to take $5 billion from the sale of TikTok and put it into the new patriotic education program. What is Trump's patriotic education program going to look like? Trump giving 60-second TikTok video lessons? That's 30 seconds longer than than the average Trump supporter's attention span. Trail of Tears? People think it was called that because we were very bad to the Indians. Wrong. They were happy tears. They were crying because they were happy. Look, they're still happy. TikTok. Jim Crow laws, big misunderstanding. Those only applied to crows. And finally, I keep telling you, JFK was assassinated by Ted Cruz's father. (laughs) I I think it's appropriate this joke is about TikTok because... uh... As you tell it, I hear the march of time slowly leading us all to our deaths. <laughs> okay. We have such little time on this earth. We'll be right back, Bill. <laughs> and now for the continuing adventures of Magaman. In this episode, Mega Man goes to the psychiatrist. Hmm. And this Antifa, are they in the room with us now? I don't know. Are they, Doc? Show me on the doll where Antifa hurt you. Magalina. Magalina. Um, I think we should break for today. Yes, I'm going to have my lunch. I'm having a can of soup. And they throw the cans of soup. Can of soup? And we're back. Uh, Liam, did you, I I was telling you before the show about uh, that Donald Trump basically referenced eugenics at a speech, talking about to an all-white audience saying you have good genes, it's all about the good genes, and then saying that something about racehorse theory, which is a breeding theory. Mm. Uh, 
a number of Jewish Americans have said that this is really scary stuff, reminds them of a darker time on another continent early in the last century. Does it scare you at all, though? Do you think that this is crossing, that he's, he's, he's crossing a line when he starts talking about genes and breeding and good genes? Here's the thing. This is a guy who saw white supremacists march in North Carolina or South Carolina and said uh, there are good people on both sides. Yeah. So it's not like this is the first. I mean, look at. I, I will tell you, uh, my mom is Jewish, and every Jew I know has been spent the last four years with uh, making a contingency plan in case he gets reelected. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, if he gets reelected, the yeah, you might say goodbye to a lot of your Jewish friends. Wow. Out the country. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's not a joke. I, so. Yeah, I must live in a weird bubble. I know a couple of Jewish friends that are huge Trump supporters, and I don't get it. Oh, well, that's the thing, because his daughter married Kushner, and his grandchildren are Jewish, and they think that'll protect them. Yeah. But, uh, so there's, there's conservative Jews love him because he's so good on Israel. Yeah. And that's, that's their only issue is Israel. But, uh, you know, the more liberal Jews are just... Uh, Already know where we're going. Matthew, you always say that politics is transactional. So do you think that that's the case where just Trump's stance on Israel is going to give him a pass on this? Or do you think it's scary stuff? I mean, it's definitely scary to me. I mean, it's also the other stuff he said during the rally about genetics and referencing the Somali population and how, you know, in the unrest going there, it implied that there's only one type of correct American, which is a white you know, Christian American, which is antithetical to everything this country is supposed to stand for. Bill, did you hear about this story? Uh, just a little bit. Not, not too thoroughly, but <clears throat> I mean, the other thing that comes to mind is I don't understand how any Christian can be behind them as either. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if you just look at the tenets of any religion, you kind of doesn't abide by anything yeah okay first debate's coming up liam you, you you must be excited uh no i want this election to be over with this is not fun yeah no it's not uh, fun are you worried about joe biden i i'm not so worried anymore i think he's looking sharp he's looking good uh i'd be surprised if it's gaff city i think uncle i think uncle joe's gonna be good i think you're talking about two old men who both have very public lapses in speaking. And I think you're going to catch that on both sides, actually. And I think at the end of the day, we're in a, I mean, the thing is we're in a world now where people are so, uh, you know, polarized that I, I can't see a debate making any difference in how people feel about how they're going to vote. I feel like this is an election where people kind of had already made up their mind even before Biden was announced as the nominee almost, yeah. you know, and so it's just a matter now of uh, unless Trump says something that even his base can't live with, which at this point, what would that even be? You know, there's no such thing. No such thing. No such you thing. Think, yeah. Bill, do you see anything that Trump could possibly do that would uh, hurt him at this point? No, but the, the one thing back, back to the, to the Supreme court nominee is fact that he wants to make this happen so fast does that show a lack of confidence in his ability to win the election that's actually a really good point i haven't heard that one before bill thanks man but the other but, but you brought up something earlier in that vein where 
maybe the Republicans want him to appoint a conservative, and then they don't care if he's the president, and maybe they get conservative judge and Donald Trump out. Yeah. There has to be a lot of Republicans who really don't want him in there. Yeah. No matter what they say. This is like the end game for a 45-year fight to overturn Roe v. Wade. And for a big chunk of Trump's base, the biggest issue is uh, ending baby killing, is how they would put it, but ending abortion and, uh, you know, ending legal, safe, on-demand abortion. Yeah. Uh, and, And, you know, for them, just getting that conservative judge in there so that they can feel confident they can overturn Roe v. Wade is the one thing that they're going to vote on this year. And beyond that, if Trump can push it through, they won't give a shit if he's president or not in, in four months. Well, here's this thought that, you know, who I feel like doesn't want to overturn Roe v. Wade is the actual Republican Party, because hmm. then they lose all those single issue voters that only vote Republican because they only care about that issue. They lose all the donors that give to the Republican Party because they only care about that issue and they'd have to run on something else. They lose their cash cow. That's why I think they're not going to necessarily overturn Roe v. Wade, but they'll just do death by a thousand cuts and make it a lot more um, difficult for it to be administered, like through uh, administrative privileges at hospitals, regulating it so it's a lot more difficult, making it harder for certain states to have abortion clinics. So it's not, you know, it's de facto illegal, not but not actually illegal. Yeah, state by state illegal. Yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, as far as the Republican Party is concerned now, it's like uh, the rider worrying about what the horse is feeling about which direction it's going. Like, just the Republican Party is not in, in control anymore. Yeah. Dark, dark way to end, but uh, the TikTok man says uh, it's, it's uh, I mean, the, the clock is TikToking away. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, thank you. You got to get rid of the TikTok, Michael. <laughs> Liam, do you want to give a plug? Let people know where they can find you. Uh, I'm going nowhere and doing nothing. So Wow. <laughs> I thought that was just what people said about you behind your back. But apparently, oh. hey, well, I'll tell people that they can find you. Uh, Liam McEnany on Twitter. He's got a blue check mark next to his name. Well done, Liam. Bill, yeah. we know we can find you at Bill Avayu, A-V-A-Y-O-U. Matthew, I can never remember your weird handles. Why don't you tell us? Oh, at Comedy Alpha 187, that's where you can find my character, comedian Matthew Robinson. Awesome. Bill, play us out. I'm <laughs> <laughs>